0: Interesting move that a lot of people are talking about in, in the architectural circles. Ray Mabry's been at uh, HKS for 20 years, and he's just moved to uh, a Memphis-based firm that's making a major presence in the new Dallas office, HBG. He's going to be the leader and the principal, and Ray Mabry's worked on a lot of interesting projects, a lot of hotels, the Drover, uh, Omni, and Nashville, and he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us.
1: Good to be here. That's a long time
0: with one. Out. I, you, Harwood Keith Smith must have been around when you joined HKS.
1: No, I was not there when he was there. Sadly,
0: <laughs> it goes way back. Well, tell me about the initiative. So you work really all over the world. You work in in hotels, and I know that's what HBG is in, in the the hospitality business. But also, the a growing area is are the casinos and the resorts. Yes.
1: So, um. We've got uh, a strong gaming history. Um, We like to think that that's uh, part of our, uh, you know, part of our niche, our forte, is that we understand the gaming aspect of things, and, uh, you know, we can help them plan and future-proof along with the master plans there.
0: And that really is seen as, a, I guess, a growing industry as the acceptance goes around the world. I mean, obviously we all followed the the Dallas Mavericks sale, and it seemed like, uh, one of the major ingredients there was the the aspect of putting the Mavericks into a, a gaming facility.
1: Yeah, it, it's interesting. I mean, you say that uh, gaming has come a long way. It's uh, ever evolving, ever, you know, changing to to fit the needs of the day. Um, you know, sports bet alone has taken on a, a life of its own. Uh, just a few years ago, they said there'd never be sports, professional sports in Vegas, but they're they're doing that um also you've got you know doesn't matter if you live in a state that uh has gaming or not you're constantly bombarded by the sports bet commercials or the uh the uh casino commercials from other states so yeah
0: but gaming means a lot of thing, a lot different things to a lot of people i i, I was driving not too long ago from albuquerque to santa fe and there are all these sort of freestanding indian gaming facilities they're all there they're not Particularly distinctive, I guess. You go inside, you gamble, and then, then you leave. But now it's the whole. I guess WinStar is, is an example of this that they become resorts, and gambling is, is important, but there are shows and restaurants and and major hotels. That's a that's a big change.
1: It is, and I think the Vegas operators see that, and everyone else has kind of followed suit. The, the operators have found ways to make money outside of the gaming floor, and you're right; everything is leading more towards a hospitality, a, a resort environment. Um, the project you just mentioned—that that's an interesting story. That is an HPG project, and you know, one of those things is that you know, over time, that's it's morphed and it's been able to grow from a, a small venue and they've had a lot of financial success there, and so we've been able to add, over time, different phases. And uh, now you, uh, you've got a 6,500-seat uh, um, event venue there, but you also have you know, the ability, again, part of what we do is the, the master planning aspect. We were able to grow that entire complex, including the gaming floor, uh, over time, but the biggest part of that was we never had to shut down any of the gaming floor as we did the additions. Oh,
0: <laughs> my gosh.
1: So, you know, the revenue keeps flowing for the owner.
0: So when you when somebody comes to you and they want to put in a casino, a gaming operation, uh, you know, one of these, these these big venues, so where do you start? Do you start with the inside and develop, figure out what you want to be in the inside and then you come up with a shell to go around it? Or are you coming up with something that's, architecturally distinctive to to draw people and then the inside takes care of itself well you
1: say then uh, going back to your reference to some of the uh, tribal gaming venues um, we do tribal gaming um, and it's interesting some uh, tribes will want to honor their heritage more really showcase that and some don't want to do that necessarily Uh, others want to know what their market is and they say you know what we don't care about so much a, a storytelling aspect, but we just want to be the best venue in our our neighborhood, our, our yeah. location. And so they're constantly competing for, the, you know, just the the lifestyle, the resort dollars of, you know, whoever's going to come there. and they, they just want the best venues overall. So every project takes on a different aspect, and, you know, that's – architectural in general you're never going to do the same thing twice you're always going to change it up a little bit here or there and it's it's really dependent on you know we like to have the owner's input on what their vision is uh to help make that happen and then yeah over time it uh, it develops but uh one of the the great things about apg that uh, you know i really liked and making the move is that it's an integrated interior and architecture design so we design things collaboratively collaboratively within house and you've got there there's no line between interior and exterior It just kind of all blends together you don't know where one starts or stops
0: and and one does not necessarily drive the other
1: no they they work in harmony as, as long as the overall story uh runs through both of them
0: you know i'm really happy to hear you talk about you know we never build the same thing twice and it's distinctive because to the to the casual observer me I see, I go around the country and, and around the world, and I see not quite cookie cutter, but, you know, the same sort of shapes and, and things developing everywhere. It used to be just glass boxes. Happily, it's not that anymore. But we were in, we were in Uruguay uh, recently, and they have a, in Montevideo, there is a sort of a shard-looking building, <laughs> this big yes. glass building that looks like it, you know, they picked it out of London and plopped it down in Montevideo. That doesn't make any sense.
1: No, but, uh, you know, you, you have to wonder what the uh, driving force behind that was. You've got the similar thing happening in Oklahoma City, too. You've got a, a very tall tower in the middle of nowhere. And, you know, rumor has it they're going to do another large tower out there. It's it's just, yeah, it's something for people, you know, to attract people and get them to come see what you've got. That's, well, That's what you're always trying to do. And, and
0: simply as there's a big warehouse full of models that, that- – people came up with it never got built too and I would that Oklahoma City building strikes me as one that might be in there one day too yeah so talk about the leisure industry because that was one of the things especially through covid everybody said we got too many hotels and in fact we've seen especially on the west coast we've seen a lot of hotels shut down are they still building hotels
1: yes they're still building hotels um, I know they're building hotels here we um, Hotels are never going to go away. I think, you know, the the biggest thing that came out of that was uh, the whole Airbnb movement, and that was really starting to take shape. But now you've got municipalities pushing back on Airbnb. So um, I think it opens the door back up for uh, what hoteliers are going to do. And I think also, you know, the the smart hotelier is going to – uh, look at that and say, "Okay, how can we improve our product to get the customer back to us?" Because that's really what they want. And so you start to see some of these lifestyle hotels taking shape, and you know the the higher end stuff. Even at Select Serve, it's not just you know as as we said our our, our normal little Holiday Inn. It's it's a room that's got a vibe to it. It's it's, it's got a feeling to it. Yeah. Some place you want to come back to.
0: You know the other thing that we're seeing more and more. At least I am, anyway. Are, are these repurposing, uh, you know, taking office buildings and taking all or part of it and turning it into, you know, multifamily. Um, you worked on the Drover. I don't know what the Drover used to be. The Drover's just remarkable. <laughs> but was that that was that a hotel before it was the Drover?
1: The Drover was raw dirt. Uh, there, there's an oh, is that old right? Photo. Yeah. Uh, there's an old photo that uh, – Shows there used to be a building down there but uh, no it, it was definitely a, a job that we wanted to make feel as if it was been there for quite a while and actually you know when we were doing some of the final punch list things we you know I, I overheard some people walking by going man, they really did a good job renovating this place <laughs> and that that's when we, knew we that's had
0: it right. that's what you wanted to do right? yeah
1: that, that's when we knew we had it right. Uh, but no HVG uh, we're also looking into the multifamily stuff. we're also looking into ab- adaptive reuse. Uh, we did the old Texaco uh, down in Houston, uh, the Star. It's it's a multifamily um, as well, and we're quite pleased with that. That must be
0: a logistic nightmare, though, taking an office building and then repurposing it for multifamily. You gotta you gotta put in what natural gas and water and sewer and electrical, all sorts of things that that weren't there to begin with. They weren't there, but at the
1: same time, uh, you know, structural engineers do a good job of designing things so we, we can poke a few holes in the floor sides where we need. And then, uh, you know, uh, buildings get renovated all, all the time. And, you know, the quality of a good building is, you know, you can renovate it over time. You can add to it over time. So it, it's it's not a new concept. It just seems weird that we now have this wealth of, empty office space and we don't know what to do with it but uh yeah definitely people are trying to figure it out and uh make some moves with it well
0: and there are a lot of lenders that would like to see that put to put to good use too i would think but absolutely well look it's gonna be fun to see what you come up with as uh, as the head of the new dallas office leader and the principal for uh, HBG ray mabray our guest today it's good to have you with us
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks a lot. For more of our conversation, go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.